Hello, welcome to another episode of Sitting in the Corner Looking Pretty. I'm Simon and this is a podcast about management of projects, uh, both for your business and for the project, which um, is actually quite important because the project's not just working for, well, it's very important, not just quite, because the project's not just working to get a project done generally. Uh, it is also working to make the business money, get more value from it, um, more profitable, great reputation, whatever. But it's always working for two things, which sometimes are conflicting. Quite a lot of time conflicting. Anyway, um, glorious day this evening. It's nice for me. Uh, possibly you don't mind too much. Um, but it is. It's good. It's good. Summer's good, isn't it? Summer's always good. Um, so this is going to be first in a series of, I think, four um, small ten minutes, eight, ten minutes um, ideas, um, principles, thoughts, just ways that potentially you could make things better on communication. Um, communication is something that I'm not always very good at I'll admit that it's quite easy to get lost when you're in the midst of things and so much people and so many things you need to communicate with Um, but communication is one of the cornerstones of a very good project if you don't communicate then you won't um, get the best out you can do and certainly gets frustration, confusion wrong things going on and that's when you don't get the results you want from financially time um and uh yeah just the best project can be and the best the company get out of a project so communication very important very very important um i think most people would recognize that who have been involved in good and bad projects I'm sure some of those wash-ups are very much uh centered around things go wrong but actually in the day it's really communication that's wrong yep sure um a lot of wash-up meetings if you just said how the communication would probably sort out a lot of the problems um or answers to the problem to the issues that arise in the project uh, both internally and externally so communication first up then something that um is often underused and can be used to better advantage is reporting now there's two ways of reporting things and i'm talking really about generally in a written format so it's documenting uh, the project and uh, there's two areas really that you should be reporting on um, one is for the business and one is to the client team who the project you're working a project on um, you might think they both need the same sort of stuff but they don't because uh, as I said at the start, the uh, project works for two things, and so it's often conflicting things that uh, each of those parties wants, which is the company and the client. So let's take those two things at a time. Let's take the um, company reporting. It's slightly simpler because generally uh, a company wants all their reporting in one way. So that makes life easier for a start. Everyone who's doing a project 
reports to the company in the same way. So all the information they need, and that's the key, is you report on the information that's needed, not just on all the information you can get. Um, it's done in a standard way and it can be used. If everyone's doing things differently, sounds obvious, but you don't quite get the uh, use out of that information because you can't really see what's happening. So, internal projects. Firstly, all report the same way. Obviously, have a standard report that has what you need in it. And then the next key to that is actually realising what your company needs to understand about the project. And that might sound obvious to you, but I've worked in many companies who all need slightly different things, and have slightly different, but managed to do slightly different areas of business of the project. So they don't actually always want the same information. Uh, for instance, some companies are obsessed with time because they've got a very high labour cost going on and uh, Abrams and that are very, very important. And other companies who are more production based maybe um, have more reporting on material costs needed, more important to them. Or sometimes the companies have a lot of subcontractors working for them. They need to go work, need to understand what's going on um, from. And it's just understanding what your company needs to manage and stop those leaks that can happen um, on projects and cause generally financial um, but um, problems and. Yeah, just make it a bit messy. Frustration. Um, and just keep things a bit more consistent, really. So, internal reporting. Report the same way. Focus on what the company needs. And only you can do that. I can work with you to help you if you wanted to. But you can work out what that needs. Only, work, only report on the things that are essential. I've seen lots of reports that are just got so much stuff in them and it's page and page and it's all good well-meaning because you know, people say oh we wish we can do that we should do that we should do that but it's not useful not used if it's not used don't waste people's time by either getting the information there or having to consume the report because you want your report to be read understood and useful so make sure you're only picking the information and report in a way that can actually be used by everyone involved in the company. Um, otherwise it becomes fairly redundant, people certainly look at it. Uh, and then, fourthly now I think, um, uh, most important thing is make your report simple. To first of all, get the information um, and how you find that information. What you don't want is a report that takes an hour to gather all the information, get the information together and put together because you'll be consuming more time doing that and you're better off trying to solve the problem of what, where that information is rather than getting a report that's meaningless and people end up just not really getting it getting that together because it just takes so long it's so difficult to find the information so this is a big problem generally with finances um, 
really update financial information always a big issue and getting that generally from a company some i've worked with brilliant at it um, but they are the exception generally most companies don't really have an up-to-date system of what that information what their costs are um, due to really how the um, their PO systems or their accounting systems work um, and how you record um, what's been recognisable costs and what's upcoming costs. Um, now there are far much more intelligent people than me that can explain all those circumstances and it gets very complicated but anyway accounts accounting is always a difficult thing to do which is actually one of the things you probably want to report on so yeah make it make it as simple as possible so that's internal reporting um keep it simple keep the information to what information actually needed make sure it is what only information that people need and keep it consistent so that's internal that external is a lot more difficult on a project because you're generally working with totally different clients each time and everyone needs information slightly differently no matter what you think you can't generally bang out standard report for every external client because it just becomes a paper exercise. I know companies that do do this because it's part of their thought process. All oh, right, we're going to get a report out. It's the client it shows we're doing what we're doing and stuff. But you end up sending a bit of document out that some information might be all right, but some of it is just total garbage. It ends up people, the client knows most of it. Or should or knows most of it. What you want to report is clients that don't is information the client doesn't know. That way, that's actually making them useful. I um, one big example of this is I work for a sort of subcontractor working for me. Um, I don't know, maybe about a year ago, maybe less than a year ago. You know, he had a had a report system in the place. Um, standard report. Talking all about the project that I'd given to them so I knew that good at least they were working on the same project although I had to say that I did often get emails saying dear John or dear Mark um, because the same template has been sent out to the same people on the project for on the same for the same project manager sorry same project manager and just churned out for all their projects because they didn't want to get, get, to get them out of the way get them off the desk which again pointless and when you get that sort of thing you know that the company isn't a care it's a tick box exercise and it's a lot of generally not very useful um, and then within that report they just told me exactly what I knew where the project was I know where the project is um, thank you how much value their goods are well I know how much you are um, they didn't really report on progress because that was a bit too complicated um, they didn't report on any issues coming up but that I they hadn't told me about but you know generally finish coming up you speak to people anyway and 
it just came through as something else to clog up my inbox. So what you need to do with external ones is tailor it to what you need. And that really is some point reiterating what you've had conversations, because especially if you've got a big client team, you might have a conversation with one person or two people. Not everyone gets that background stat. Um, that communication so keep it all wrapped up in one so it's there as a, as a record of what's going on and again like internals tell them what they need to know what they want to know um, because that way they'll actually read it and use it now the other thing with external documents is it's also a good recording policy it's like where you do minutes for meetings and stuff it gives you a point of point in the meet in the project that everyone can go right okay here we are here we are here we are um, it doesn't stop verbal communication but it does give that kind of reference point and that security check for everybody to know what's going on and understand what's going on so it's slightly different to internals because it's probably less data-led it's probably more communication of issues and current program led. Um, so it's a bit more verbal in that sense. Um, and it needs to be on point to the point and summing up where you are with things. Um, and, you know, I always, every project I think I've worked on now for the last three years, I've made up a totally new report for every project or format of a report because it need to think about what they're doing. And if you put a standard project format, you either try and encompass too much information that's not needed so no one reads it, or you don't get the right information so no one uses it because it's not actually what the client needs or the client team needs um yeah so two reports two external internal um there are ways that i've looked at it and solved it i'm sure as many as others um but i think the key is for both is think about what you're actually doing don't report for the sake of reporting but don't not report because you can't be bothered and that way, you'll help the flow of communication of the project. It won't solve it, but at the same time, it's a very good benchmark and document to use and get into the habit of doing on projects. Um, information and communication are key. Oh, I hope that was useful, the first one of a series on communication. And uh, speak to you soon. I'm going to the woods part of my walk now, it looks like, so that's good. See you a bit, bye.